0: Welcome to another episode of the NFT Talk Show. I am Tony Payne. Of course, I am Tony Payne because I am the host of the NFT Talk Show. (laughs) All right, so in today's episode, you know what I'm always going to do is um, I say this all the time and I really mean it. Anytime. I get a listener two or three or four 10 come to me and say, "Oh Tony, this is the question I have." If I get that question consistently, I am going to do one thing. I am going to make an episode about it because that tells me that this is a concern for um listeners and it's something that they more people probably need to hear. So, like I said in previous episodes, we are in this together, <laughs> okay? All right, so today's episode, I will be talking about how I approach minting NFTs or NFT projects with a high mint price. Well, we're talking about how I approach minting NFT projects with a high mint price, but at the same time, I apply this to every project that I'm going to mint. And this applies to projects alone, because as you know, most projects will have 10,000 pieces or 5,000 pieces. And you just never know. Some are um, good, honest projects and some are rug pulls. Um, Some might not do as well as we thought it would. And the only way to really know that is by taking this approach that I am about to tell you. Now, this approach does not mean the project will not do well in the long run, because I have seen projects that slow mint, slow mint means like, you know, it started minting very slowly, not a lot of people were minting, and then, boom, out of nowhere, the project does well. So keep in mind that happens, but for the general rule of minting um, projects, this is what I do. Okay. And again, keep in mind that um, I always say before you do anything in the NFT space, always have goals, right? You need to have goals. You can't just be jumping in. You can't be FOMOing into things, right? If you FOMO into things, that's the easiest way to get wrecked in the space. So don't FOMO, don't jump in, don't blindly do things. Always have goals. So let's say you have a project that you want to mint. Now we're going to use an example of a high mint price. A high mint price, in my opinion, is anything that is above 0.1 for a project. If you have 10,000 pieces and it's above 0.1, that classifies to me as a high mint price. Anything below is an average mint price. 0.2 to 0.4 is a a good mint price for 10,000 pieces um, of that one (laughs) Thing, <laughs> Even though they're generated and you don't get the exact copy, um, it's still 10,000 pieces and 10,000 people to contend with um, and pray they don't drop the floor, which happens like 99.99% of the time, you're going to have out of those 10,000 people a good 2,000 um, that decide to drop the floor in paper hand. And that's just what it is for most projects, even good ones. Um, I'll give you a good example. A Prime, I'm still bullish on eight, but you know, paper hands will paper hand. They drop the floor, which is fine. You know, get out and let people that are serious get in. So it works out for everyone. But yeah, continuing on with this conversation. So first step. Have a goal. Now, when I say have a goal, these are my two goals that I set. My first goal that I set is number one, why am I buying into the project? Hmm? Am I buying in because I think I want to flip? Am I buying in because I think I want to hold a huddle, <laughs> hold long term and see where the project goes to now flip later? <laughs> all this flipping? Or am I buying into the project to support? So we have those three reasons. I'm sure there are probably other reasons that people do buy into projects, but these are my three first questions that I ask myself. Flip, hold on, flip later, or... Um, Okay, I'm going to add a fourth one because I did talk about this before that there are some projects that you buy into because you want to network and you buy into for the community. So that kind of would um fall under the category of um support the project, right? Because you want to build out with them. You like the community and you want to stay. So I'll still leave it as three categories. All right, moving on. So you ask yourself that if your goal is to flip, If your goal is to hold long term and then maybe flip later, those two things have a different approach from if your goal is to support. Now, if your goal is to support, then it doesn't matter if, you know, um, the mint price is high. You already know this. You know your budget. It doesn't matter if it mints out or not. All those things don't matter. You already knew you wanted to support support. So even if it doesn't mint out, if it does, if the floor price goes to nothing, you're there for the long term. So we're going to chuck that one out of it, um, right now because nothing else matters. You've already planned to support. So either way, you're buying into the project. Now, if your goal is to flip or, um, over for a while and sell later, then, um, this starts to be a little bit more, not complex, thinkish e <laughs> think is God, I need my own dictionary. Um, yeah, so what you would do a first step, okay? If I am like not sure about, like if, even if a project is hyped, you know, you just never know in the NFT space, the hype can be real, the hype can be not real, or people hype things because they think it's going to go somewhere, right? Artificial hype, but i've seen people hype things and then they move on because there's so many projects dropping every single day. But people's attention span in the nft space is like really really bad these days, you know, like people move on from one project to another project to another project so there's no real loyalty like that, you know? so once in a blue moon you're going to get that project that gets like the loyal people. lucky them like azuki for instance, right? they got lucky, and got the loyal people. I mean, they do still have flippers, but they don't have, like, super paper hands, and they have people that are like, you know, I'm not going anywhere. I have my Izuki. A-prime is the same way, but A-prime does have a lot of loyal people, like me. <laughs> but they have me. What more could they want? <laughs> but at the same time, um they also did have people that maybe this was their first mint, um, which will bring me to another topic of, you know, how do you, if you're a project, how do you give out your allow list? Right. Anyways, um, if it's their first minute and then they see, you know, this amount of money from minting from this amount of money and they're like, Oh, shoot. I'm going to take it because I, maybe I won't get this chance again, which is fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But anyways, so let's go back to the topic. <laughs> Cause you know me, I'm going to like talk about 10 things in one conversation. So how I approach it is this, the morning of the mint, right? If it has a high mint price, or if I'm just like not too sure about it, even if there is hype, keep in word, hold your ear right now. Just hold your ear right now and listen to me. Even if there is hype, hmm? even if there is hype, don't jump and FOMO, still wait it out. So you're on the allow list. This is why I say it's important to get on a law list because when you get on a law list, then you can sit down peacefully and confidently knowing for the next 24 hours or whatever, however many hours they set for minting, you are good to go. So you wait it out and watch, right? Now, the two things that I watch, the first thing I watch, the volume, right? How many have been minted? And because we know they're going to be flippers, right? In the project, (laughs) in any project, they're going to be flippers. Then I start to watch the floor price. I start to watch how far away from actual mint price, the floor price is. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing I watch is the traded volume. Now, if at the time of minting, let's say the first couple of hours of minting, um the floor price is close to mint price, right? Like, let's say the mint price is 0.2 and the floor price is 0.17, no, 0.21, then I'm still watching it. Again, this is if I plan to um flip and if I plan to um huddle and flip later, okay? This has nothing to do with if I'm planning to stay in the project, I'm loyal and I'm dedicated to that project, right? So, um, and again, because I do get this question a lot, um, and I know a lot of listeners are also flippers. Let's not kid ourselves. (laughs) I see you, I know what y'all be doing. Um, but yeah, so if I plan to, again, if I plan to flip, then I watch, um, the floor price. If the floor price has maybe doubled, me, for me, I can never understand people that sell NFTs at a $3 profit. <laughs> I can't. Like, your gas was more than that. What are you doing? Anyways, um, at mint, like you mint and then you sell right away at a loss. It doesn't make any sense for me. Um, but yeah, so, um, I watch, like I said, I watch the floor price and I watch the traded volume. The traded volume is probably going to be one of the most important things you're going to be watching if you plan on flipping. Because if you plan on flipping, the traded volume tells you that people that could not get on the allow list that are interested in that project are actually buying. If the traded volume is low, um, you could just kind of click into it on OpenSea and just kind of see how many had been sold. And then the next thing I watch is how many minutes ago. Um, The last one was sold. So if it's like really spaced out like an hour ago, three hours ago, four hours ago, then I kind of sit back again and watch. okay? I I don't FOMO. I don't jump. I just watch carefully, right? And then um, if I see that the volume is moving fast enough, then I might decide, okay, if I'm a flipper and I'm wanting to flip right away, um, I might decide to now jump in. So now here's the thing. If I do decide to jump in, right, and I'm planning to flip, <laughs> the first thing you do is what you mint and then you list, right? Because that was your goal. Your goal was to flip and let somebody else um, that couldn't get on the allow list, um, you know, buy into the project. It's that's what it is. It is I'm not saying it's awesome to do <laughs> or whatever. I'm not judging nothing. I'm just telling you how it's done. All right, so. You then decide at what moment you, if you are planning to get into the project, do you get into the project? And at what moment do you flip? So now here is another thing. Let's say the project allows you to mint three, right? Some projects will tell you can only mint one. Some will say you can only mint two. Some will say you can mint three or 10 or 20. So let's say the max is three. We're going to use that as an example. So general practice... If the mint price is high, it might not be attainable, but if the mint price is kind of okay, general practice that, you know, I would do, I would buy all three. I would flip, depending on what the floor price looks like, I would flip one almost right away to cover the cost of my mint. So that way I'm, you know, breaking even and I can still stay in the project. We're assuming at this point that the floor price has maybe doubled um, the mint price, right? Um, so I can stay in the project with, you know, um, not too much of my personal eth invested in. Because people will, you know, we're trading NFTs. So people will buy higher than the floor price or higher than the mint price, sorry, if they want in, right? That's what it is. I didn't make the rules. Don't judge me. <laughs> All right. So now... Where, when do you not mint? Hmm? When do you not mint? Hold your ears again. Hold your ears. Hold your ears. Cause I'm going to tell you when I don't mint. If my plan was to flip, right. And I have been watching, you know, the mint. I have been watching it mint out. When I don't flip is number one, if I see no traded volume. And if I see a low traded volume. It just really depends on you what you would classify as a low traded volume um and if i see the floor prices below mint i see that a lot where a project will mint out i don't get it why paper hands do that but it happens a lot more than you would believe um if i see the floor prices below mint right or if i see like you know maybe it's kind of a slow mint like Um, 10,000 pieces, and maybe um, 10 hours later, out of 10,000, they've only minted like 500 pieces. Then that tells me at the end of the day that, you know, that project is going to be there. And what will happen is paper hands are going to start undercutting the floor pretty badly. And it happens you can see for yourself and the longer you stay in the nft space the longer you're going to start seeing these things and you're going to be like oh wow tony was right this is exactly what happens um yeah so the sure thing is to get into projects um that have long-term goals but at the same time i've seen projects that have long-term goals start out not so well and then do well so uh, this is where your Do I care about the floor price? Do I care about all these things coming, right? If you don't care about that and you just like the project, go ahead and support them and mint out and, you know, get in early, right? Or, you know, if you see that paper hands have started undercutting the floor, then you can go buy on the floor, right? And then you just get in cheaper. Um, And I think that is it. Yeah, dear paper hands. we don't like you <laughs> like stop don't you know you're free to undercut floors you know but don't undercut floors of projects i'm in okay go check my wallet don't undercut those floors all righty so i think i covered everything i hope i covered everything um that you need to know If you are planning to mint into a project, okay? And like I said earlier, um, a project starting slow in minting does not mean it's not going to do well. I mean, like Cool Cat, when they, well, given that NFTs wasn't as saturated as it is now, I'm sure like if Cool Cat started now, they would have minted out right away. But when they first uh, minted out, they didn't mint out right away. They even lowered their price to get people in. Right, even though I missed it, <laughs> but yeah, that's the story. Um, of, you know how Cool Cats started, but of course, and look at them today. You know, so if you have strong convictions about a project, don't look at all those factors. You know, just make sure you know who's behind the project and make sure that they know what they're doing. Because there are some people that will start a project and be like, "Oh, I can't do this anymore," and then they'll rug you. Um, that's another thing I see a lot of with projects and then, you know what, the NFT space, people buy memes, (laughs) so whatever, at this point, it's like, whatever, (laughs) y'all do what you want, (laughs) NFA, I'm tired. (laughs) I'm not going to advise y'all anymore. But yeah, people buy memes for 0.6. I I wanted to like do like a whole episode ranting about that. And I thought to myself, like, you know what? It's not even worth it. Like, you know, let people do what they want to do. I'm not going to rant. I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to let people have fun. Do whatever makes you happy. Um, Buying memes makes you happy. Then it is what it is, you know? Um, But yes, anyways. So before I go, do not forget Legends Live Forever, my collection is out now. Everyday Africa, my collection is on OpenCV. If you want to support the Tagal, go ahead and pick one up. I would absolutely love to have my listeners on board for sure because you're already supporting me by listening to the show. So it would be great to have you on board um, in my art projects as well. And yes, if you are in Los Angeles this Friday, uh I will be exhibiting one of my pieces at the Super Chief Gallery. Okay, if you're listening and you're in Los Angeles this Friday, I will be exhibiting one of my pieces at the Super Chief Gallery. Hit me up. I will send you an invite. I would love to see y'all there. It's going to be awesome because I shall be there okay all right y'all i will as you know it catch you on the blockchain bye